Dun 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 And cut for copyright. Alright. Great. That was exactly ten seconds, so perfect. I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a Ewan McGregor, if you will. Hello there. Hi. Dude, welcome back. You did it really good. And welcome back to the next best stop for all things movie news and reviews. Roomies talking movies. I flipped the script this time. I'm your host, Dane, and enjoying with me today, as always, are my co-hosts, the Rogue Jedi, Camden. Sorry, that, that flip really confused me, but hello. And the Force-sensitive youngling himself, Jackson. Don't the Force-sensitive younglings get killed? <laughs> Almost all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. no. The episode's still early. The episode's still early. Uh, this week, we're back to review Obi-Wan Kenobi, Disney Plus's latest Disney Star Wars TV show, streaming show, online. That was good. It's not a TV show. That's a lot of words. But... Can it shine bright with the light side of the force, or does this show continue in the book of Boba Fett's footsteps and fumble to the finish line? Well, we can't tell. We have to get through the news for you know how the show works at this point. Episode seventy four. Come on, you get it at this point. Holy right? cannoli! We're on episode seventy four. I don't, Jackson. You knucklehead. You just... sorry. As a, as a force sensitive youngling, you can't expect me to know anything because I'm dead. Throw up, Jackson. Well, you know what comes up first in this show that we run? It's the news. And first up, we have Top Gun Maverick, which has passed $1 billion at the box office, making it the highest grossing movie of the year. And although we did not get a chance to review it, we will watch it in uh, preparation for our tier list of this year, because I've heard really good things about it. So I really want us to have that scaling on there. Also, a $1 billion movie that beat out all the other big blockbusters this year. Yeah. It's about planes. Even planes, about planes. the Pixar movie didn't make that much yeah. money. And that's ridiculous, because that movie should have made trillions. It's trillions. They didn't have Tom Cruise, that's why. Oh my god, if Tom Cruise was in an animated movie, I, I'd love that. I'd love to see it. But uh, yeah, exciting stuff. Do you think, uh, what's the next movie that's going to pass a billion this year, you think? Thor Love and Thunder. It's going to be the best movie of the year. Hands down. You think so? No, I, I don't know. Really? I, I think I'm it's just... probably going to be Morbius 2. Weird that they already have the sequel released in yeah, September. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't... Is this going to be like an Avatar where they release two in one year? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys see the interview where uh, the reporter was talking to Jared Leto and they're like, if this gets enough uh, traction, would you come back for a sequel? And he goes, no. <laughs> really? There was something on Twitter. It was like a joke, right? It was like Morbius 2. It's Morbin time. And he was reading the script. I thought that was a subtle mm-hmm. nod to how like if he, if he could play the second one, he would. I think that was him uh, acknowledging how kind of dookie the movie I mean, is without spoilers maybe. that may be the yeah. worst movie it's the worst movie we've seen this year dude don't say and that. i was talking to jackson about this earlier it's kind of trippy because last year we found the worst movie in like september and we kind of had some time to mull it this over this was dear evan hansen by the way we had the worst movie in april we had the movie in <sighs> april and we just kind of have to sit with this until there's maybe a worse movie so you were talking to jackson earlier we you were like without me Camden, you, what you is this? Camden, we're both in San Diego, and, and you're not. What is this all about? Doesn't no 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 guys, that's not cool, guys. You don't exclude okay, me. I'll call you next time we have a talk. Uh, Anytime you and I are talking from now on, we're talking. We'll, we'll cue you in. Jeez, we'll, Camden, we'll get the earpieces I'm, yeah, that we're talking about. Earpiece, keep it in at all times. That way, you never miss a conversation. I can do that. I can okay. do that. It's not waterproof. It's going to be very difficult. For I you. can do that. I can. T- <laughs> You just doggy paddle to save people, <laughs> keeping your head out of the water. You know what series needs to keep their head out of the water? Uh, 
Which wow. is not bad. Indiana Jones 5. Not bad. Uh, it might be John Williams' last film score, as well as Harrison's, Harrison Ford's last movie. A lot of S's in that one, buddy. Thank I'm you. proud of you. I tried. Yeah, that was, that was hard, Jackson. I know. I know. But you're doing your best. I didn't even know there were four of these. Yeah, the fourth one had the alien. I remember. I don't think it I goes the it. the Ark of the Covenant, the weird one with the rocks, oh, wait, the third they had one the with the Holy Grail. Okay, this is a good series. Yes, yes. <laughs> I hate you, <laughs> Forgot about the Rock. Oh, uh, oh the Rock. But that's kind of crazy. How uh, John Williams? He'd been making movie scores forever. What the heck? How dare you? Yeah, John Williams, get back in there. I think it'd be funnier if he went out on like like he scored like Minions: The Rise of Gru or something, and like that was his last movie. I mean, you saw the soundtrack. That thing's yeah, yeah, freaking loaded. I mean, it is it is loaded. Speaking of John Williams, Star Wars, mm. yeah. Jedi Fallen Order, Cal Kestis is rumored to right. get a Disney Plus TV series. Is this a character that is more interesting than any of the other spinoffs they're doing soon? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, Jackson. Okay. Yes, actually. This is, this is, fuck. I know we're trying to make this quick. Why is they doing an Andor that's series? What, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Not There's, no reason. They, like, There's no reason. There's no reason to cooler. do that. This is so much cooler. But I honestly, like, I don't even want to talk about this news bit, but I want to talk about, like, Obi-Wan the, the bit revolt like, yeah, surrounding this news bit. I'm so tired of leaks. Like, do you remember the last time that like we were genuinely like a company was like, our, our Surprise. next project is blank. And everyone was like, whoa, like that never happens anymore. It's always like you hear about it months before they announce it. And it's like, oh, cool. Well, Camden, you might be in luck because the MCU's next big saga is going to be revealed soon. This phase four has kind of been a whole rebuilding thing, introducing new characters, setting up new storylines. We don't really know what's going on. Maybe Kang, maybe some alternate dimensions. What the H is going on? Pardon my French. But this should all be clarified cool. soon uh, with uh, Marvel actually confirming that they will be going back to Comic-Con this year after not being there for two years. And speaking of Comic-Con, we have a little bit of a surprise for you. We're covering Comic-Con. Oh, my Dana's goodness. covering Comic-Con. I Dana's will be getting, I have press pass for Comic-Con. I have like 30% chance that I'll be there. I have 0% That's higher chance. than before. But uh, no, we will have uh, footage of inside Comic-Con. We'll have the latest scoops. And of course, we're going to be recording the final night of Comic-Con as we do all the time. And we will get this out to you ASAP. So that way we beat all those reporters out there with production value. Uh, we'll have things going on in the social medias to follow and kind of Check in, interview random cosplayers, different things like that. It's going to be fun. But uh, where do you think the MCU is going? What's their next plan? you think it's Kang or something else? I think they're going to just make Doctor Doom uh, the big bad, you know, in Fantastic Four. Doctor Doom's going to get a hold of the... Of the... The Dark Hold. Of the Gunstone. It's the secret eighth the Gunstone. Stone. Oh, God. <laughs> get, gives them the eighth? power of a gun. The eighth? <laughs> what happened to the seventh? The seventh. We don't talk about the seventh. That's the next next. Oh, uh, it's like Bruno. Yeah. It's the uh, it's the Killstone actually. <laughs> yeah. But the Killstone. The guy who found it went. What's the no, Deadpool finds yeah, that's it? Pretty bad. That's how Deadpool kills the MCU. Oh. Yeah. You see what see what I did there? Speaking of killing franchises, Jackson. Uh, it has been confirmed that Ezra Miller will not be a part of any future DC films as the Flash. <laughs> Quote: Regardless if there's more allegations or not. And no decision has been made on how to deal with their involvement in the Flash movie. 
Well, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Uh, there's a lesson to be learned from this lady and gentle beans. This uh, uh, don't assault people oh. and don't. don't go to Hawaii. Is yeah, the I, lesson that I took you away know, from this. I've never seen Ezra Miller harass someone in Hawaii. No, did you know that it, like it got so much worse? The Ezra Miller stuff. You guys know? Wasn't it like endangering a minor? And like there was like yeah, endangerment of a minor. I think in like like a predatory way, wasn't it? so much yeah, worse so yeah I, I feel yeah. almost terrible for the studio making this movie because the the filming isn't finished is it i think i hope so yeah and i'm gonna be the one to say this but part of me really wants them to release the movie now so we can see all the edits they're gonna try to work around this to leave it like ambiguous or end it with a recast or things like that like i this is not going to be a finished no. project by the time they release i had it. hopes for this movie i no longer have hopes for this movie I'm really, I'm like, in, this is like the opposite version of Zack Snyder's Justice League. I, because he's like, this is the full story. In Flash, they're like, is there a story now? Like, what are they you going guys, to do? It's really bad what they did. Read us the list, buddy. Uh, okay. So apparently there was a mother and their children, all between ages one and five, that are currently staying with Ezra Miller on their 96-acre Vermont farm. The mother has apparently found the home to be a healing haven for us after leaving an abusive relationship. But apparently, Miller has been farming marijuana and smoking it around the children despite not being legally allowed to do so, according to the Vermont's Cannabis Control Board. Also, there's a sizable number of firearms around the house. Um, the parents believe that Miller has been psychologically manipulating, physically intimidating, and endangering the safety and the welfare of the children, including giving them drugs and alcohol, and attempting to sleep in a bed with a then 14-year-old when Miller was 25. Makes There's more, but wow. I don't think I need to. Hey, looks like their career is gone in a flash. That was good. Yep. Speaking of the flash, Star Wars. <laughs> it's time to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi, the Disney Plus series, which answers the question... What happened between episodes three and four? And you go, probably well, not that much. And you go, well, that's a lot of years. There's like a lot of things that can happen. That's and like then you're 20 like 20 years. And then you realize, oh, they're just going to tell one story. Can we go through all of it? How about we skip 10 years ahead and just kind of tell one short story in between that? That kind of resolves some things while also opening up many new questions. And not in the exciting way. More so the, I don't think they realize what they just did by doing this or introducing this character. Plot summary. Episode 3 happens, and Obi-Wan Kenobi done sliced up the arms and legs of Anakin Skywalker and left him for dead on Mustafar. And then the Emperor comes back and goes, what if we wrap him in leather? And Darth Vader is born and Anakin Skywalker is no more. The Jedi Order kind of collapses in on itself. All the Jedis who didn't get done killed by Anakin go into hiding. Obi-Wan is in charge of watching one of Anakin's two kids, Luke Skywalker, on Tatooine, while the daughter, Leia, is on Alderaan. Are you really giving a summary of, like, Star yeah, Wars? Yeah, Jackson hasn't seen Star Wars. I'm trying I to have. fill him in. I've seen all of Star Wars. There was also the recap at the beginning that literally just told me everything I intended. Yeah, they literally did this in the beginning of the... This is so stupid that you're doing this. Anyways, someone kidnaps Leia, oh. and, and, and Leia's dad is like, well, there's only one person I trust, except for Yoda, but we can't get him because that's too much CGI. Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh... We can't get Yoda because we don't know where he went. Yeah, he didn't really tell anyone. Let's go grab Obi-Wan and, and get him to save Leia. But he's got to watch Luke. <laughs> Sorry. But he's got to save Leia. But he's got to watch Luke. 
And then, and then we have our story. Well, we go. have Inquisitors, which are introduced <laughs> in Rebels, which are people who hunt Jedi. And we have Darth Vader himself. Is this Anakin Skywalker? Well, yes, because all of Star Wars now. has already happened. <laughs> uh, let's talk about some characters. First of which, we have the titular Obi-Wan Kenobi, a man who is done real sad for five episodes. And then he's good. Uh, I think there's yeah. some really good character and then some kind of, all right, kind of things with him. So I saw a tweet today that um, pretty much confirmed that this plot line was originally supposed to be a trilogy of movies. I think that probably would have worked better in terms of like pacing and like development of like the characters, because I do agree. I feel like it was like five episodes and then it was like, whoa, hey, hey, what? switch up. That is. Yeah, that's what I would say, too. And, whoa, and then I was like, what? Final yeah. episode. I think either making it a trilogy or one like singular like solo uh star wars story just calling it yes. kenobi and doing that yeah i think that would have helped streamline this because mm -hmm. there's some parts where you're kind of like i don't think we need to be on tatooine right now right or, like or we know what's out. gonna happen or hear mm -hmm. me out jackson what do you don't say? make it at all because we already know what happens that's true see i disagree i mean i'm sure we'll get into like the whole was this show necessary debate in a second here but i think it added more than it took away it added a character which we'll talk about. <laughs> That's, Jackson is genuinely right on this one. Uh, next character we have is Leia Organa. But Leia's not, Leia's not uh, Carrie Fisher right now. Leia's a 10-year-old girl. Who can't run fast at all. I don't know the actress's name, but the actress she is fantastic. She does a fantastic. fantastic job. I thought she did I think a it was great a good job. Casting, yeah. yeah, Jackson is a stickler for child actors. And Jackson, what'd you think? You know, mm -hmm. she could run a little faster. I but besides the chase scene. Sure. But the fact that everyone is like clinging on to like that as to what they like really hate about this There's show. There's worse things that, yeah. No, I just, like, I just find it funny when shows do the thing where it's like so unrealistic and they, I mean, it's a chase scene for a good minute. Well, it's yeah. like these adults with adult legs could just take a long step and grab the girl, but they don't. And also, <laughs> the the unknown feature in Star Wars, which is always forgotten until they're like, this is relevant. Guns have a stun setting. They could have just like, and yeah. then just knocked her out and then kidnapped Leia. But yeah. they got to run into trees. In terms of like the ridiculous things regarding Leia and Obi-Wan, right? Because there was also like another moment where like she was like hiding under. Oh, yeah, oh I, that love was, that. I love that. that I love so that. Of, like, <laughs> off of the Inquisitorious Fortress or whatever, you know. Fortress Inquisitorious, I think is what it's called, which is way worse. the worst way name worse. in the world. Who made that? Sorry, I'll try naming things <laughs> um, next Jackson, but can like, you fix that? When it comes to like the, the silliness of Star Wars, like I just like think back to like the plot of A New Hope when they were like, what if we just boarded and then hid on the Millennium Falcon until they were like, well, no one's on board. And then we, we beat them up and then we stole their costumes, rescued the princess and when they asked us what we were doing, we were like, uh, 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 and then we shot the, the, the mic, and then we escaped without incident. Well, Obi-Wan dies. Spoilers for episode four. But, um, <laughs> but no, I, I think it's really funny whenever it's like a, a plan that's just like not well thought out because it just shows like, yeah, uh, it either shows how incompetent the stormtroopers are or how terrible it is to see in the helmets. Because I think that mm -hmm. that's a really fun thing that they'll walk right next to stormtroopers and like, what's that one really fat guy doing? And then he just walks away. Yeah. Well, the end of um, season one of The Mandalorian where they had that like scene of like them like practicing their aim and they just like could not shoot that thing because they're like, God, these helmets, you know? 
I think that like subtle moments like that, but also it, in the Star Wars universe, everything boils down to the Force, which is such a stupid answer. Cop out. But it is. That's how you do it. It's, That's how you do it's it. Literally, it's literally true in the universe, though. Everything is how the Force wills it. Leia Organa, child actor, fantastic. She did a great job. And it wasn't in the annoying kind of snarkiness. Mm-hmm. It was great actress. Really excited to see what she does in the future. Uh, speaking of actors, <laughs> here's another character. Uh, we have Reva, the third sister of the Inquisitors. The most important Inquisitor in the series, for sure. Uh, and can I say something before we talk about any of the Inquisitors? All the Inquisitors, not just Reva, all of the Inquisitors, are terrible at their job. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. None of them are good at what they're doing. I'd like to think that, like, for, like, the first five years when there was, like, more to do, they were much better at probably. it. You know what I mean? I mean but now that there's, like, only a couple left, there's, like, four like, Jedis. It's so hard to get them. Like, what did you... <laughs> like, they can't do it. Wouldn't it just be quicker to put a bounty on them? Like, unironically. Yeah. He's on you Tatooine, think, right? Yes. <laughs> Boba Fett's on Tatooine. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what... That is what Reva did, right? She put a bounty on Obi-Wan for yeah, but, yeah. an episode. And that almost worked, but the other Inquisitors are like, yeah. stop it. And you're Maybe like, they should just do that at every planet. Yeah. yeah, Every planet. Make him a wanted criminal. And Well, I guess he is. Focusing on uh, Reva, uh, her background is something interesting that ties into her obsession with wanting to capture and kill Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is something we'll touch on in a slight spoilerish section. But her character... Mm-hmm. Is, has some mystery to her up until the third, at the end of the third episode, start of the fourth. You yeah. really start to understand why her character is doing what she does. And to the people who are complaining about that, that's how a TV show works. You don't just get the yes. answer oh my immediately. God. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. People were like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm not watching this show. It's breaking canon. And it was like episode two. And I was like, you know, there's four more episodes, right? You know, they set up, like, that's how, like, conflict works, right? Like, they set up the conflict, and then they have to solve the conflict, Or there's, and then like, a little bit of mystery in something. Sometimes mystery works yeah, out, sometimes ooh, maybe. it doesn't. But for something like character motivation, that's kind of, like, the point of shows. Otherwise, you just mm-hmm. kind of watch a movie where it's kind of very quick. But yeah. I really enjoyed like her Venom inclusion. Too. Yeah, like Venom 2, which is a great movie. I liked her inclusion in Obi-Wan Kenobi, and her resolution in the finale was... I thought really well done. There are some parts where things could either be either cut out completely or sort of. I think her writing was meh. Yeah. Yeah. She she was kind of written as like the really evil Inquisitor. And then she was just. I think they should have played into her background more. Yeah. The thing I don't get is the Inquisitors are supposed to be Jedi hunters, Jedi killers. And they're like, Reva. Calm down, we're not evil. And you're like, you've killed children. I, You don't get to say that, yeah, right? Yeah, right, right. It was, yeah. like, it was like, we don't set bounties on Obi-Wan. Like, and you're like, what? fucking why not? Why, yeah, you're like... the bad guys. Do whatever. <laughs> do whatever to win. What are you going to do when you get them anyways? My biggest complaint of the Inquisitors in this whole series was when uh, the second brother, uh, played by the dude from Fast and Furious, love him, did a great job in this one. Um, they're trying to go uh, hunt down Obi-Wan and Reva goes off by herself and then he stops her and goes, we're supposed to be sweeping the town. But no one was sweeping the town yet. So I was like, well, calm down, bud. No one jumped to that yet. So maybe tell everyone before you do that. Because it was like, but but now sweep the town. Like we weren't, but now do it. Because now we're doing it. God, why aren't you doing it yet? (laughs) But no one was doing it. And also to the uh, racist and sexist comments about her character it why? why what is wrong with you shut up also 
also we didn't touch on this last week but also a, a same sex kiss in light year grow up right S- seriously yeah what i can't believe that movie got the reviews it got simply because of that there were warnings in like nebraska of like we're gonna try to fast forward it but we might not be able to and you're like that's ridiculous it's what it's not it's even literally like, animated like it's like like what all right anyways anyways let's talk about darth vader darth vader darth vader he's the back. biggest lgbtq plus icon icon look at all the colors he has on his chest plate that's almost <laughs> all of them um very he's strong guy really really pulls down a i think uh, this was a great representation of darth vader yes i think it's really nice when we see characters that are told like in the original movies like this guy's powerful this guy's awesome and then we get like kind of light heavy swinging to now have yeah. the editing and the stunt workers to be able to do the heavy and like strong mm-hmm. things it's cool we got a glimpse of it in rogue one at the end when darth vader just mows through a bunch of rebels but it's cool to see more yeah. lightsaber action with darth vader and let's just say the 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 lightsaber fights plural with darth vader all have highlights in them some of the best darth vader stuff we yeah. get is from this show some of the best star wars stuff we get is from this show some like scenes are incredible yeah we do need to remind you though that this is the obi-wan show and at times this show is kind of uh doing a little bit of double dipping and we kind of need to focus on the title of the show but uh yeah they should have called it ben with how many times they call him ben you know what i'm saying call it ben. yeah yeah call it ben come on you were you said it, it should have focused on obi-wan more but like in what why why do tv shows have to focus on one storyline the whole time oh not Most just TV one storyline big thing that i saw from this show is that they introduce like four or five storylines and we get it kind of flowing and then episode four happens and you're kind of like we're kind of running out of time how are we going to resolve this and then episode five happens where it's an amazing setup for a bunch of stuff and then it drops to two storylines at the end for the finale and you're kind of like all right i get it and the two storylines that they stick with are the two most important ones but it's kind of funny how they were just like all right uh you need to resolve this thing for me cool and he's like i got you obi-wan and then we just like okay like we ha- we know we know that there's not enough time because they only give you six yeah. episodes, which isn't the show's fault. Why why is Andor yeah. getting twelve episodes? I don't know. They got to be like twenty minutes. One thing long I really liked about this uh, the show was the Among Us reference. Um, Leia vented and then did the mm. wires. Yes. that was cool. <laughs> I believe he said Among Us as well. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I'm pretty, pretty sure Leia going into the vents and fixing the wires was like wow. It's like I'm in Among Us right now. There was a space door that was closed for something, but Leia Leia looked at Obi-Wan and said, there's someone sus here. I need a ladder. And then he's like, Leia, what do you mean? (laughs) He's like, there's an imposter among us. And he goes, what? Pull that Uh, lightsaber, started swinging. I left a little uh, slot here for some ensemble if there were any characters you wanted to bring up. I mentioned Second Brother. He was a nice inclusion. Um, He was cool. The actor was good. The Grand Inquisitor was dumb. I wish he watched Rebels and understood the character more. Who was the cool girl that we really liked? The girl who helped the Jedi's get away. I forgot her name. What was her name? What's her name? I we forgot her name. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. She was cool, though. That character was cool. I'm, I feel bad. Uh, I, the robot. Kumal she, Nanjani's character was cool. I hate that she devoted her life to helping the Jedi because she did. I mean, that, that whole group did a terrible job. There's like two Jedi alive. <laughs> 
you you bring up a great point. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. We don't know their track record. Maybe it's terrible. Yeah, what if they're actually working for the enemy and they just failed Obi on Obi Wan? Tala, we like the character Tala. Tala, Tala. yes. Oh, you're so right because I can imagine it in his voice now. Tala, <laughs> you know, he's like he's, he's oh, really. It's, uh, it's me, Obi Wan. Tala. Tala. That's exactly yeah. what he sounds like. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's you, McGregor. Uh, now let's do our famous segment, What Works and What Doesn't. Let's go first with What Works. What do we like about this show? I think the music? Fantastic. John Williams, great job. Hopefully this isn't your last score. As we've I like Obi-Wan's on. theme. It was nice. It was super cool. You this is like hear, Obi-Wan's first actual theme. You get to hear Darth theme. Vader's theme and like the Force theme. Yeah. It's, they, they sound great in this. Uh, in addition Wars. to that... Fights. When the act, when the action is like coming to a pinnacle, a peak at a, every every episode has a part where they're like, "This is where the climax is." The action is fantastic when it's when it comes up. The little uh, chases in between and the sort of light scuffles, it's fine. It's like, it's like you got to get to the next action piece. But when there's lightsaber fights, when there's escapes, when there's dog fights, of course, spaceships, not actual dogs. Great. I think, I think what worked about this show was that it, it felt like the people making the show like really like Star Wars. Like there were a lot of like subtle things and like not so subtle things that were like like either callbacks or like foreshadowing for like different movies or like things like that that were like you don't necessarily have to pick up on to enjoy the show. But if you do like, oh, cool. And like the characters were handled like respectfully. Like I feel like the team that made the show like really like wanted to make a good show, at least the best that they could, given the restrictions of the six episode format, you know. Also, I'm pretty sure did this did this get recorded over COVID? A lot of it, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure it is, but like with the Mandalorian and that how they have the big old tech screen they can get away with a lot. But this doesn't mm. like visually it doesn't look bad at all. It looks really no, really it looks good. Looks really good. Uh Oh, no, I was going to say something. Oh, I was going to say something. Um, they, I feel like the way that the writers processed uh, the structure of the show was they were kind of like, here's a little sprinkle. Here's an Easter egg. This is kind of setting up this thing. Yeah. And then in the finale, they're like, fuck it. Here's a million references. Here you off. go. Here you go. Yeah. You like the prequels? Here's some. You like the original movie? Here's a reference for you. And it's kind of like, mm-hmm. I like this. You like Star Wars Rebels? Here's yeah. a line Here from that go. show. Uh, like, what? What? Uh, what does not work for this show? The first four episodes. I don't agree, though. Like, I think that's, like, very, like, that's a very blanket opinion to have. Fair. I think the last two episodes were definitely much better than the first four, but I don't think the first Mm -hmm. four, like, didn't work at all. I just... Like, I think the last two episodes just kind of really, like, overshadowed the first four, but I think the first four (laughs) did a good job in, like, setting up the final two, if that makes sense. As someone who gives, like, zero shits about Star Wars, um... The fact that in the middle of the second episode, uh, he goes to pick up his lightsaber, and then, uh, from you know, buried in the ground, he he had thrown it away. He's like, "I'm never touching this again," uh, and then does not use it until an entire episode later, despite its usefulness in every single situation he gets himself in. He doesn't use it until that time. That made me upset. Uh, also, there's spoiler stuff. That, that feels like you about. not understanding story though, because I feel like. That was definitely supposed to symbolize him not not being ready to approach that okay, trauma but, from his past. But then that that in the middle of the and third then he episode, was forced were, into it. You, yeah, he was forced to approach his trauma because Darth Vader because showed up, and then he had to ignite his lightsaber. Forced because of Star Wars. Oh, Thank I, you. I get it. I get it. Yeah. 
Um, but I do agree, Jackson. This is just something in Star I, Wars. Like his his character development did not feel good to me in the. I'm I'm sorry. In, I don't in like the it. first four. I don't like that. No, no. Like even in the end, it's Ever? like you didn't what, even like the end. What what clicked on for him to be able to fight Vader like that in the sixth episode versus the fourth? That I'll say that's my biggest complaint. We don't have I a, just, a there's finished like a focal point scene where we get the switch. I think I do. I think it's where when think he invaded the fortress Inquisitorius when he was slowly like regaining his moves and like he would like do his little poses every now and then like and he would like do more that was like more advanced and then like eventually he like did the big feat of holding back the water i think that was him amping it up i don't think a general jedi master needs that much time to like yeah i guess but then but then the argument for me is like okay he's a jedi master years and years of training why is he not good off the get-go well i i just i didn't like that they made him weak and it felt like useless for four episodes i think it was supposed to be a mental roadblock more than anything and i don't know if they did a great job at conveying that necessarily and i think it comes down to the runtime and them not being able to include everything they want to include which is just always the downfall of these two more episodes or something like that because now that you're saying that i i get that that was what the inquisitor scene was for and i'm like oh shit that makes more sense but it wasn't as triumphant as say Darth Vader opening right. up a door like without even moving, like that was just kind of a thing he mm-hmm. could do. Whereas Obi Wan like stopping it. Oh yeah, uh, we'll talk oh about things. Can we talk, we'll about, talk about spoilers? We'll, we'll I want to talk about spoilers yet. so bad because I think we should just have like a minute where we all just like talk about the things that well, were awesome. Well, that's what the that's what show. the thing is for right afterwards. But uh, for before we jump into our slight <laughs> spoiler overview of this. What do we give this out of uh, Star Wars newest droid? What do we give this out of five Lolas? Lola was a dope droid, by the way. Why don't they have more of those? That thing is so useful. And evil sometimes. Maybe it's because she's rich. And evil if you put a little <laughs> If you put on. an M&M under her <laughs> wing, you can make her evil. You just gotta pull it off, though, and then it's all better. Is that like um, an evil computer chip? <laughs> like, how does that work? It's like it's like a USB that if you plug in your computer, it just kills your computer. Yeah, instantly. it just says it's Decepticon. Like <laughs> Camden, what do we give this out of five Lolas? I really enjoyed it. I think five is limiting. Can we make it ten Lolas? Do you want to give it ten Lolas? Yeah. You give it a two. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not giving it ten. I should clarify. I'm not giving it ten Out Lolas. of ten Lolas. Out of ten Lolas. I'm going to give it i uh, I'll give it a 9.1. Nice. Nice. Schmaxon? Uh, six. That's my one. I did not like this. I apologize. To anyone who enjoyed this, specifically you, Ken. How dare you, Jackson, have your own opinion. Unacceptable. I'll give this like an 8.3. It's definitely stronger than the Book of Boba Fett overall. Yeah. But I do think that some, I was, I, I, I was saying this earlier, this show has some of Star Wars's highest high points, but it also has some of its lowest mm. low points. And some of them aren't even like, like canon shattering or anything like that. Run around a tree if you're chasing the princess. Don't run into the log, you know? But that's not a reason to hate the series. Overall, I think it's a great time. And if you love these characters and love the connection between episode three and episode four, you're going to have a great time. Now, if you don't want this spoiled, come back next week for our next week episode. But you got to stay to the end to figure out what next week's going to be. Now, Camden, you said that you want a little bit of spoiler section. And Jackson, even though you didn't really love this show, I know there's parts that you really did like spoiler-wise. Let's go ahead and jump into those real quick. Let's talk about Darth Vader grabbing Effortlessly a ship. Effortlessly pulled down a ship. <laughs> that was so cool. Um, okay, 
But then it was a decoy ship and it was stupid. But that whole episode, episode five, I think was like one of the best forms of storytelling that Star Wars has received in like a long time. Like that long drawn out flashback throughout the whole episode. And you slowly come to realize that it's telling the story that relates to the present day of like how Obi-Wan is using like what he knows about Anakin from the past of how he trained him to like fool him now while he's Darth Vader and like it all come like even at the end with like the ship like that was Obi-Wan knowing that Anakin would like exert all his energy yeah I thought it was interesting because we've never seen that before of someone who knows the enemy so well and like they're planning like I guess we have to wait for this ship to try to attack us and he's like no he's gonna do a full front attack we gotta wait for them to get here then jump out and it was cool because they're like well how do you know much so much about space Hitler huh and he's like um I didn't I don't uh Uh, well he doesn't want to tell anyone which I think is interesting yeah but um, on top of that, I really do like how, because I was going to complain if they did make it a very close fight between the third sister and Darth Vader, because they've established Darth Vader is the biggest threat on the dark side. And it was so cool seeing that character, like, try her whole might and Darth Vader, like, stepping so over cool. the lightsaber and not thought, like, fighting yeah, her. That fight was really cool, because I remember Reva uh, just on the floor dodging his attacks for, like, f- four not like a good like 10 seconds there i was like damn is she not gonna get up is she just gonna be on the floor dodging his attacks yeah because he's not fast he's not fast he's Mm -hmm. just moving around and then he just like all right fuck this and then he stabs her and that's not lethal that's what i love about star wars because no one dies no one dies in star wars unless you're qui-gon jinn (sighs) so it's like it's like it's like a it's like a the force doesn't will i I get it yeah so if you're a Sith, right, you can use your hatred to, like, keep yourself alive. But if you're a Jedi, you're like, oh, this is what the Force wants. And you get to become a ghost when you die. So, like, either you get to keep living or you get to become a Force oh, ghost. Oh, this both. is like religion. Um, you yeah. either yeah. believe in God yeah. and have an go to heaven, or you go to hell. <laughs> you sick what, bastard. What if, the, what if Star Wars was like, <laughs> will, he, will, will Qui-Gon be a Force ghost? Oh, no, he was Jewish, so he's, he picked the wrong, he picked the wrong religion. <laughs> he didn't pick the not. way of the no, Force. Qui-Gon's gone. He didn't Long pick gone. the way of the Force. Like, they're, like, super, like, big. Oh, Speaking of Qui-Gon, that was so cool. Qui-Gon so, shows up at the end. It didn't feel cheap either because they did set it up throughout, uh, like, every episode of him, like, trying to call out to Qui-Gon. Um, yeah. I love that the first thing that Qui-Gon has said since the Phantom Menace was, like, or I guess since Clone Wars was, like, the sassiest thing in the world. Like, I was always here, Obi-Wan. You just weren't ready yet. <laughs> I was, and like, just was like, are you kidding me? This guy's, like, what, almost dead? And he's yeah, not he's like, ready? What the fuck, Qui-Gon? I was like, calling you for 30 years. He's gonna die in a new hope. <laughs> no, like, Obi-Wan was in his prime so many years ago, right? Why yeah. was why was he not ready then? He's not even in because his prime. Because Jackson. Oh, I get it. Because there's he, too many Jedi. No, no, I get it. I get it. He Can came to terms with his trauma and he was like, "Oh yeah. god, it's Anakin, yeah. but Anakin's gone and it's I whatever. I get it." Final mm-hmm. final thing I do want to talk about is the Darth Vader Obi-Wan final duel. I thought not mm-hmm. only was the duel Beautiful. one of the best things that Star Wars has made, I cried. it was a coherent fight sequel series can we just stop shaking the camera can we just watch the cool choreography not only that yeah i thought it was really cool at the end because a lot of the time star wars which what made the original three so cool is they don't answer everything and that's kind of a problem we have sometimes with current star wars is they're like how did han solo get his dice but something i thought what was cool is in episode six when they finally make darth vader a good guy and they take off his helmet he's got this huge giant cut on the top of his head but he doesn't get that from episode three. So you're like, how did that happen? 
Now we see in Obi-Wan, the final episode, that was Obi-Wan, slices head open like a can of pecans. And that final conversation they had was awesome. Because it wasn't, it wasn't like cheap Star Wars dialogue where he's like, the dark side corrupted. He was just like, he was just crying saying, I'm sorry, I, I fucked this up, dude. I'm sorry. No, that made me cry. That's when I cried. When when he like started crying, just like apologizing. I just was like, I I oh really like, I really like when Star Wars takes that step ahead of being, because Star Wars is cheesy, regardless of if yeah. you're a fan or you hate it. Star Wars is cheesy through and through. I really like when, when there's they take like a the heavy time. moment like that. Yeah, it feels heavy. Like they in Rogue One, writing. when they're all like about to die, it's and heavy. they just kind of like, like look at each other. Like they're just like hugging. Yeah, you're like whoa. Like Star that's Wars way better than that. them going like, well, may the force be with you, and then they turn into dust. It's like he's just apologizing. Yeah. It's really cool because we finally understand why Darth Vader didn't go after Obi Wan because you're like he knows he's alive. Why isn't he killing him? It's because the Emperor is just like, you seem distracted. Maybe, maybe you should, maybe I'll replace you. I, I don't know. Maybe you'll get replaced. And like, the Emperor is the worst, like, in the best way possible, yeah. the worst fictional character He's a character great, ever. great manipulator. And he's like, no, Obi-Wan's, I don't even, fucking Obi-Wan who? I don't, I don't great care. Ian McDermott cameo, too. Yeah, two great cameos. And I, I, they're definitely going to do a season two. Like, let's just be honest. They, they keep saying like, well, if everyone wants it, we'll do a season two. So they're going to do a season two. Yeah, but so we could do that. I on. think that also cheapens it. Well, it'll it's probably a very be nice about conclusion him and to it. Oh, I don't. I was just saying, like, I, I thought it, this was a, like, just a good place to lead into episode four, right? I mean, it just felt like a. I think so too. But, but, but like, also. I'm also thinking about it in the sense that Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor aren't going to be around in this age forever. So if they can yeah. get us as many stories with these actors as possible, I'm not going to complain. Also, Reva, what are they going to do with her? Because she's yeah. not a character. She's she's their OC. I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do with her. Actually, I'm I'd be interested. You're like if they did a, do a spinoff series where she dies. If they do, I wouldn't be too mad. That'd you be know cool. what? I that think, would be cool though. You know what I think? I figured it out. They are going mm-hmm. to tie Reva into this new. Star Wars Fallen Jedi Order sequel game that's going to come out. And if they do do end up doing the Cal Kestis show, take those yeah, characters from into there as well. But I will that say... That would be cool. Okay, that fi- would be cool if Reva was in the game. I'd be yeah. blown away. I will say, for my final comment on this show, Jackson, I'm right there with you. I'm so disappointed. Where is the episode 5 Mandalorian cameo where he comes exactly. in and and completely derails? Yeah, I was expecting to see like at least like a young Mandalorian. Right, you know yeah. Because like, at this time, he's like not that Where was Baby Mando old. running around? Like, yeah. Come mm-hmm. on, give but, us that. Uh, okay, bef- before show. we end up, I just want to talk about some of the... I mean, I understand that this is during COVID times, but uh, some of the, the just cameraman ship was just awkward do you guys do you guys see the part where they zoomed in close to reva's face and they went left and they went right and they went left and they went right all in one shot i was like can you just focus on her face as much as i want to think that it's like a bad cameraman it's definitely not because well, it's like then a it's intentional and it's like corporation why? exactly it's, it's intentional like, and a bad choice yeah. and then, <laughs> like, and then there, there was some really bad action cuts like there was one time where vader, during the final fight vader and obi-wan vader swings at obi-wan he misses by an inch they jump cut obi-wan's a foot away it's like well jackson you forgot about force yeah. oh the force, force pushed him a foot away That's <laughs> right. any any complaints or questions that anyone can have forever now so always can go well have you thought about the force 
Do you know how the Force works? Yeah, because pretty much. I know how it's the Force much all, works. Oh, oh is, is the Force the um, one that explains how uh, the people were this close to grabbing Leia and then jump cut, they're Force 20 tree. feet away again? Force tree. Force tree. I think before we end, like, can we just do like a fun slash cool moment bonus round? Okay, can I start? Yeah. Obi-Wan pelting Vader with rocks. That was that was the scene where I was like, this is fucking <laughs> awesome. I love this fight. That was that was my, uh, my um, high point of the series. Uncle Owen and Amperu are so cool and awesome, and they're the best guardians of Luke. Yeah. There's Probably a reason they that died. they had to be burned alive in A New Hope. They put up a fight. The stormtroopers were like, God, we need to burn these people. <laughs> uh, I think a really cool resolution uh, between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader is that like he never calls him Anakin afterwards. We don't know who Anakin is until episode 5. It's because he goes like, I'm sorry, I failed you. And he goes like, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did, and you're like, I oh, did. cool. I, I like, I was like, oh, that's how they're gonna, that's how they're gonna do it. Cool. Wait, uh, uh, one question. Cool. Where does the name Darth Vader come from? Dark Father. Darth that's Sidious. a coincidence. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's Dark Vader in German. So, so why, why does he call him Darth and not Vader? I like Vader better than Darth. Because he does, he, they're like, just he's just like Mister at this point. Like he's not, he's not a person to him anymore. Because everyone calls him Lord Vader. I was like, oh, he's calling him. Darth. he's not well darth is like the sith title before your name but like i uh, think that's more him like disrespecting like he, he's not even gonna call him vader his like name that he chose um cool there were a lot of like cool like cameo not cameo um like parallels and like <laughs> there's two cameos he said the um, line like when the when he, he said it at when the he was end. holding him into fire when he when he was holding obi-wan into the fire oh, like that the was parallel to the, the sith was cool yeah how does um, face not get burnt ever yeah I like the line, um, I'll do it, I must, and then he said, then you will die. Like, one's from Revenge of the Sith, one is from Rebels. I like how in Rebels, it was the right side of his mask that got cut off, and in Obi-Wan, it was the uh, left side of his mask that got cut off. And then Luke takes off the full thing, because Luke's the only one who can save him. Any more lightning cool things? Hello there. He said it! He said it! great. the thing. I'm glad he said it. I'm glad that they, like, clearly made it, like, a a moment where they're like, here you go, guys. Because then it didn't, like, cheapen the rest of the story, you know? Like, it was, like, kind of, like, they're, like, tacking on at the end. And then it's like, yeah, But early on, he said hello. And I was like, they missed the opportunity. I know. And then they did it at the end. I love They wanted to fool you. (laughs) 10 out of 10. 10 10 out of 10. They get you at the end. Uh, Now, next week, we'll be back for Thor. Wait a minute. Let me check my calendar real quick. Thor actually comes out on July 7th, not July 1st. What the heck are we supposed to do for the... Uh-oh. <gasps> oh. Look what we That's have on the crazy. calendar. Uh-oh. Did somebody say banana? That's right. We're doing Minions <laughs> 2 next week. Oh, yeah. And it's not because we forgot that Thor comes out a week later. It's because we wanted to do Minions this entire time. I love Minions. I forgot that Thor... I, I, yeah, yeah, I forgot that Thor came out a week later also. But hey... So come back next week to hear our, our our lightning review of Minions 2 and then join us for our lightning review of Thor. One is a pun and one's very literal. I thought that was yeah. double double edged, much like a lightsaber and how no, a lightsaber has um lightsaber's lightsaber not double edged. Lightsaber is all edged. Yeah. Yeah, it's just edge. It's just edge. That's what I think we are. Uh Jackson, you got a Star Wars to end us on? Oh, I re- remember in um, the third movie where he says, oh my gosh, is that a war in the stars? And then the episode ends. That was awesome. I like that. Yeah. That's what should happen right now. Oh my God, is that a war in the stars? Yeah.